1: Good morning and welcome to the Kortberg Speaks Retirement Audio Podcast. On this week's audio podcast, I share a year-end checklist for traditional and safe harbor 401k plans. The popularity of 401k plans today is because they offer certain tax advantages to employers and employees. For employers to qualify to have a 401k plan, they must meet specific fiduciary responsibilities. Managing these tasks is complicated and can feel, at times, overwhelming. Receiving guidance from a financial professional can help you navigate the myriads of tasks you might face. We compiled a year-end checklist to help you get organized in preparation for that consultation with a financial professional number one have you completed all your required tasks number two has your plan document been updated within the past few years number three have you distributed the following required notices qualified default investment alternative qdia notice safe harbor 401k notice if applicable automatic negative or positive enrollment notice, participant fee disclosure notice, forms or website instructions for newly eligible employees, and beneficiary designations for newly eligible employees. Have you completed the non-discrimination test? This only applies to traditional 401k plans. The Employment Retirement Income Security Act, known as ERISA, E-R-I-S-A, requires several tests annually to ensure that 401k plans do not discriminate in favor of employees earning higher incomes. The tests get broken up between non-highly compensated employees, known as NHCEs, and highly compensated employees, known as HCEs. To be considered a highly compensated employee, you need to 1 own more than 5% of interest in the business at any time during the year or the preceding year without regards to the amount of compensation earned or received, or being in the top 20% of employees when ranked by compensation, or for the preceding year receive compensation from the business of more than $135,000. That was the number for 2022 and will be the number for 2023, up from 130000 in 2021. Once the non-highly compensated employees and highly compensated employees are identified, you look into the plan's benefits, rights, and features to ensure they are not discriminatory. The actual deferral percentage, known as ADP, stands for actual deferral percentage, and actual contribution percentage, known as ACP tests, are used for this purpose. Actual deferral percentage, ADP, divided by actual contribution percentage, known as ACP test. You divide the two. Excess deferral, known as Section 402G test in the Internal Revenue Service, is included in the ADP test in the year the amounts were deferred. Annual Addition. Known as Section 415C test in the Internal Revenue Service, and Rate Group, known as Section 401A4 test. Um, top heavy test, which is section 416. Lastly, the top heavy test evaluates the overall benefits that key employees have accumulated. Suppose the total value of the plan accounts of key employees is more than 60%, different from highly compensated employees of total value of the plan assets. In that case, the plan is top heavy, meaning more than 60% of the employees uh, who have balances are considered highly compensated. And certain minimum benefits may need to be provided to the non key employees. If a 401k plan is top heavy, the employer must contribute up to 3% of compensation for all non-key employees. To be a key employee requires the employee to be an officer of the company making over 200000 a year, that's for 2022 this year, be a 5% owner of the business, or an employee owning more than 1% of the business and making over 150000 for the plan year. A non-key employee is everything else that is not. Those are three points that I just uh, gave you. Are you up to date on contributions, distributions, deposits, and refunds to correct failed ADP and ACP tests? Question you want to ask yourself definitely before the end of the year as a business owner and uh, fiduciary of a retirement plan. If your employees have Safe Harbor 401k plans, you are required to contribute to their accounts, whereas a traditional 401k does not require, but contributions can be still made. Both Safe Harbor and traditional plans have an annual contribution limit that may not exceed the lesser of 100% of your compensation or $61,000 for 2022, possibly increasing as much as $67,000 in 2023. $66,000 of inflation is less than 0.25% per month for July, August, and September. This includes elective deferrals, employee contributions, employer match, discretionary contributions, and allocation of forfeitures, but does not include catch-up contributions for those age 50 and older. However, if you are 50 years or over, you qualify for a catch-up contribution, increasing the ceiling to $67,500. Matching and non-elective contributions made to appropriate employees under the plan terms Top heavy minimum contributions made. These are things to do before the end of the year. Hardship distributions made. Safe harbor and qualified non-elective contribution, QNEC contributions made. Distribute contribution refunds to correct a failed DP ACP test with a 10% excise tax. This is for non-safe harbor plans only. Distribute required minimum distributions, RMDs for participants that became RMD eligible in the prior your year ensure employee salary deferrals and loan payments are deposited timely cash out account balances associated with terminated employee participants process any default loans use any unallocated forfeitures deposit employee elective deferral uh, make sure that all eligible employees identified and given the opportunity to make an elective deferral make sure that your form 5500 was filed. If the IRS Form 5500 was not filed, did you request an extension to file it with the IRS Form 5558? Have you taken the steps to seek guidance from a financial professional? As you can see, there is a lot Involved with the year-end 401k planning if you're an employer. Reason that I am always very busy at the end of the year is because these are a lot of tasks that employers have to keep in mind at the end of the year. Still, with the help of an experienced financial professional, you can create a strategy to manage some of the potential challenges that come up with the completing of the necessary fiduciary responsibilities. Also, make sure to visit our website, www.corporeterretirement.com. Our site is filled with educational videos, eBooks, publications, and financial calculators designed to help you learn more about your finances. As you search our site, send us a note regarding any questions you may have about any particular investment concepts or products, and we will get back to you quickly with a thoughtful answer. This is Miguel Gonzalez, Certified Retirement Counselor and Managing Partner with Corporate Retirement Advisors, signing off for this week's educational podcast.
0: Investment advice offered through Private Advisor Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Private Advisor Group, LLC, and Corporate Retirement Advisors, Inc. are separate entities from LPL Financial. Investing involves risk, including possible loss of principal.